All right. Hello. Hello, my friends. It is Karen back again for day 18. So I just want to apologize because I put up day 18 yesterday for some reason, the recording, I don't know, I probably messed it up, didn't work. So I'm re-recording and re-putting up day 18. (laughs) So there must be something really important here because um, God's making me do it twice. So yeah, there you go. So I'm so glad you are back here again with me today uh, on day 18. I know it's not easy, but we're getting through it. You're doing good, and I'm super proud of you. All right, so here we go. Let's start in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, so we're still with Mother Teresa because she's awesome, right? So that's yay. (laughs) Yes, and today we, um, it is called the Immaculate Heart of Mary. So we're going to talk a little bit. So we've talked a little bit about Mother Teresa and what she said to some of her sisters. And we've also talked about her call within a call and um, how she had visions and she really felt like she was called to I thirst, right? So let's talk about specifically about what Mother Teresa, her um, idea, right? And her um, kind of take on what Marian consecration is, because the whole reason why we're going through different saints every day is because um like everybody has a different, right? We all have different ways that we relate to God, to Jesus, to the Holy Spirit, to Mary. And so um, Marian consecration isn't just like, okay, do this prayer and you're done, right? This is like about your relationship with Mary and more specifically about your relationship with Jesus. So let's talk about um, Mother Teresa and what she thought about that. So basically, um, we talked about yesterday that she said that she knew that mother, I mean, I'm sorry, that Mary's role was to bring us face to face with the love in the heart of Jesus crucified. So this is back to that. I thirst, right? So she's bringing us face to face because she was there at the cross um, with Jesus. She saw his thirst, his physical thirst, his spiritual thirst for love and for the poor. And that's where she brings us to. So, um, Father Gailey starts out talking about, so what if, what if we get there or we are like, okay, I want to be there. I want Mary to take me there, but we don't like feel anything, right? We don't feel like moved or, you know, I don't know, like we can't always stay in that place, right? So, but we should feel something, right? Like something in us should stir, to say, okay, if I saw the world, how Jesus sees the world, looks out in thirst, I should feel something. So to even, um, before we even get to this next part, we're going to talk about, so what happens if you don't feel that? So um, he talks about two specific things. One is hardness of heart. So you've probably heard this expression in mass. We pray this a lot in the Psalms talking about not to have a hardness of heart. So basically hardness of heart is caused by sin. Right. So um, when we sin, we oftentimes try to do things like 
justify, meaning like make excuses, <laughs> right, um, for our sin to say, well, you know, it's not that bad compared to somebody else or, you know, something like that. And we can create like um, basically a wall, right, like around our heart. And um, sin causes us not just separation from God, but causes us to be able to um, like look at things and make us insensitive to it so that it's not so bad anymore, right? The more you do it, the more it doesn't really seem that bad. So I'm just going to encourage you to get to confession if you need it. Um, if you're not feeling anything when you go to mass, um, make sure this isn't what it is. Is there some sin that you're carrying that has caused you to have hardness of heart? Because when you build a wall up around your heart um, to block out the guilt of sin, you're also going to build up a wall that's going to block out the love of Christ. So you can't have a wall that is like, yeah, I'm going to let Jesus' love in, but I'm not going to let the guilt of my sin in, right? So like, just get yourself in the right place, right? So that's a very good thing for him to remind us. The other thing is, is that sometimes it doesn't have anything to do with our sin, and that's called desolation, which is what we talked about like Mother Teresa had, where she didn't feel this... Um like closeness and movement that she struggled with this. And she talked about how um, she really felt like this was like a cross for her. She had this like a lot of her life while she was serving. And it doesn't, when you have desolation, that doesn't have anything to do with your sin. It can happen regardless of your sin. Um, just because, you know, Mary prepares our crosses for us. <laughs> and um, Mother Teresa had a beautiful way of looking at that, of just saying, um, you know, that this was a way for her to suffer, right? So um, if you're in de desolation, just like Mother Teresa, just I'm just going to encourage you to continue on your path. Like, don't give up right? Um, but be able to look at it and say, Jesus, I long to feel you, right? And um, and to know that like he's He's there, right? Just because we don't feel it doesn't mean he's not there. So, um, but the big thing is, is when we don't feel this movement, these stirrings, like Mary actually can help us with this because what she can stir in us is compassion, her compassionate heart. Um, it's a mom's heart, right? So um, it has compassion, you know, like no other. She was the mother of God. So um, we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But just to understand that Mary's role with bringing us face to face with the heart of Jesus crucified, um, we should feel some kind of stirring in that. And if we don't, like, let's check that, right? So we're going to start with that. So um, all right. So when we're talking about the heart today, um, St. Louis de Montfort, really, when he was talking about his you know, Mary and consecration, he was talking about like giving your whole self to Mary and Mary gives herself to us, like the merits, right? We talked about that, like the prayers, all of that stuff, right? Um, then, so Mother Teresa talks specifically about the heart, right? Not, I mean, of course it's her whole self, but what she's talking about is the heart. And she says, it's an exchange of hearts. We give Mary our heart and she gives us her immaculate heart. So um, I love this imagery because um, it's imagery, right? Like I can actually imagine this, like being face to face with Mary and like saying, here, take my heart, even though it's um, dirty and stained and hardened, right? And she's going to say, I'll take it and you take mine. 
So um, Mother Teresa says that she did this through two prayers in particular. The first one, she said, lend me your heart. The second one, she said, keep me in your most pure heart. So the first one, lend me your heart. So imagine, right? Now imagining face-to-face with Mary, and you say, Mary, lend me your heart, right? So what would that mean? Um, She's basically saying, help me to love like you do, you know, particularly when we're talking about um, giving Jesus the desires of his heart, satiating, we've talked about that, like his thirst, right? Um, she saw him say, I thirst. And when your child is longing for something, wanting something, hurting and desiring something, um, it definitely stirs in a mom. Like you don't want anything but to just give them that thing that will, you know, quench that desire that will, you know, um, quench the thirst, right? That's what Mary wanted to do as she stood at the foot of the cross. She looked at Jesus. She saw his longing. And as a mother, the only thing that she wanted to do was, let me do that for you. Let me do that for you. Even when as moms, sometimes we can't, right? But Mary knows that we can, (laughs) right? So um, when we say, lend me your heart, what we're really saying is, help me to look at Jesus and long to satiate his thirst, long to quench his thirst, to fulfill his desires more than anything else. All I want, Jesus, is to give you what you want. So when we say, lend me your heart, that's what we're doing. And her heart's immaculate. So she knows exactly what Jesus wants, right? It's like when a mom has a child and they're still little, they're not talking yet, and they hear the cry, right? They know. They know. Does that mean pick me up? Does that mean I'm hurt? Does that mean I'm hungry? Does that mean I'm tired? Like a mom knows those things, right? Like without the child having to say the words. So when she saw Jesus say, I thirst, she knew what he was thirsting for without him having to explain to her. So we're just saying, help me to know him that well. Help me, and then help me to want to do that. So um, yeah, beautiful, right? Beautiful. Okay, so the second prayer is, keep me in your most pure heart. The first one, lend me your heart. Um, Desire to please Jesus. Second one, keep me in your most pure heart. So this is really like, help me to stay only wanting to do what pleases Jesus, right? To stay in that place. Because we know that um, we've been at youth group, we've been in adoration, we've been to mass, we've been to confession, and we're like, yes, like mountaintop experience, right? Like, oh, I'm so there. I totally want to do what God, think about the first day, Ash Wednesday in Lent, and you were like so committed, you were going to do these things. And then kind of life happens, (laughs) Right. And we start to maybe not desire that as much as we did at the beginning. Right. So this is why she's saying, keep me in your most pure heart. Like, keep me so close that I never lose that desire, that I always want to stay in that place, that that's the number one thing that I'm longing for. And this is going to be so important after we make our consecration, because our consecration can be one of those mountaintop experiences where we go into it like, yes, I want to give everything to Mary. And then we walk away. And although we said that, (laughs) 
that's not maybe how we're living our life, right? So um, lend me your heart. Help me to, to desire, right, to, to want to fulfill the di- desires of Jesus and keep me in your most pure heart. Help me to stay there. Help me to not treat my faith like it's just, I just have to go to mass and then the rest of my life doesn't doesn't matter how I live, right? It does matter. So um, these are the two prayers that she used really for this exchange of hearts. This is her take on Mary and consecration, right? Is to exchange hearts with Mary. So, and just to kind of talk about that for a minute. So like we understand when we're saying like an exchange of heart, like we're not talking about a physical exchange, right? Like Mary's not going to rip your heart out and give her (laughs) you her like physical heart. Like we understand that, right? Like when we talk about the heart, the physical organ of the heart, um, it's really a symbol for something deeper, spiritual reality. And it can be particularly a symbol for love. Like we use that a lot, Valentine's Day and all that kind of stuff, right? Like take your picture with the little heart hands, all that stuff. Um, yes, the heart can mean love, but it's more than just love, right? The Your heart is really your whole inner life because what we desire, whether it's good for us or not, that's where our heart is. So our heart could be in our relationships and our spouse and in Jesus and all of these things. Our heart could also be in, um, you know, impure things or disordered things like money or using somebody or something like that, right? So when we're talking about heart, we're really talking about more than just like, just love. It's your whole interior life. And particularly, this is where the Holy Spirit dwells within you, is in your heart, in your inner life, what is inside of you, your desires, your longings, your um, what you want and what you, I mean, as much as I just hate, right? Hopefully that's sin. But um, so this, when we're talking about heart, we're talking about your whole inner life, right? So that's not just your emotions. That's how you think, right? The things that motivate you, um, the things that it can be emotions, but it's not just that. So, um, and that, that right there is where the Holy Spirit dwells. That inner life that's inside of you, that's where the Holy Spirit is inside of you. So um, St. Maximilian Colby told us, that Mary and the Holy Spirit have a spousal even deeper than a normal spousal, you know, um, marriage relationship, um, right? Because Mary's the spouse of the Holy Spirit, right? So think about that for a minute. If your entire inner life, what's going on inside of you is where the Holy Spirit dwells, and you're going to take that and you're going to exchange that with Mary, Think about her relationship with the Holy Spirit as spouse. How would that change your relationship with the Holy Spirit? If now instead of your heart, you had Mary's heart, Mary's interior life as spouse of the Holy Spirit, and she gave that to you, what what would that do for your relationship with the Holy Spirit? Right? So um, that's our question today is, um, first of all, what's your relationship with the Holy Spirit now, right? That's an important thing to know. Do you even have one? Have you ever thought about it before? Um, and if you haven't, let's start talking about that, right? 
Um, and then what do you want that relationship to look like? If you're getting ready to exchange hearts with Mary, you're about to have a whole lot of Holy Spirit dwelling within you, right? Um, and what that's going to be for you, and really even going more than that, how is that going to change your relationships with other people if your interior life now is um, exchanged with Mary's and the Holy Spirit is dwelling in you in that way? So, wow, lots of stuff to think about. Your relationship with the Holy Spirit, this exchange, what do you want it to be? And how, how can that change you if the spouse of the Holy Spirit is going to exchange her heart with your heart? her interior life with your interior life. What is that going to look like? Um, I'm excited about that, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's pretty awesome. So, all right. So lots to think about, and I am glad you're still here. And uh, let's pray, and then I will talk to you tomorrow. Okay, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. We fly to your patronage, O Holy Mother of God. Despise not our petitions and our necessities, but deliver us from all danger, O ever-glorious and blessed Virgin. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Again, I'm sorry that this didn't post yesterday, but I'm so glad that God had me revisit this with you. So I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye.